And welcome to another Mark Bishop show where this time we're going to the reading corner. I've got a couple of terrific books I want to share with you. And my special guest is Bob Boylan. And Bob, welcome, first of all. Thank you very much, Mark. You've been a presentation trainer for middle and upper management for many years. How do you think that uh, has prepared you for offering the wisdom you offer in this particular book called Retirement, Your New Adventure? It's your choice to decide if your windshield will be bigger than your (laughs) rearview mirror. That's a heck of a mouthful, isn't it? But by gee, I'm looking forward to finding out about this one. Well, my main uh, profession has been for a long time, 38 years. My presentation clients were middle to senior management of large corporations, and they defined me as a paradigm changer. They said, you're a paradigm changer, Bob, and you help people see what they're doing differently so they can do something differently. So your listeners can uh, understand where I'm coming from, so to speak. Let me give you a typical experience in presentation training, and I'll fold that into how that prepared me to write these books. Okay. I'm training someone, let's say this is a workshop for 10 people, to be more clear and have better organization of their flow of the message. So they put their ideas on two sheets, 11 by 17, on the on the wall with flip chart pens, and they got two pieces of paper taped up in the wall, and one person is talking to another person. They're both standing, and I'm, I have an entire class doing that, so I got five groups of people doing that. So I'm standing next to a person, we'll call him Bill, who happens to be the CFO of the company, and after he presents, the person listening to him will call Frank. So I asked Frank how to build it. He said, well, this is the clearest presentation I've ever heard you give. I've, Bill, I've listened to you for five years in our monthly meetings, and quite frankly, I've never told you this, I've never really understood you. <laughs> but, but today, you were clear and energized, and I got it. And Bill, the CFO, is listening to this, and then he looks at me and says, you won't believe this, Mark. But, Bob, this is not how we do it here. And I say to Bill, well, what did Frank just say to you? And I was clearer and more energized than ever. But, Bob, this isn't how we do it here. And so that vignette happened absolutely every time I trained. So through some, I would say, diligent work, I could get my clients to see things differently so they could do things differently. In this case, be a more effective presenter. Now, how does this apply to the books? Yeah, well, let's uh, commenting on that. That that's a skill, you know, in its own right. Not everybody can do that. There's a thousand so-called, uh, you know, masters oh, no. out there and teachers, but that's that's obviously very good. But by all means, how do how does that then relate to retirement? Your new adventure. I'm trying to get the person about to retire to see things differently, so they can do things differently. And a lot of people at that stage, let's, let's 65 is sort of the target date most people think of, is they, they, they're they between ecstatic because they can hardly wait to go do what they never had time to do, or they're downright scared. Mm-hmm. So my book will help them see opportunities they may never thought of with the idea starters in the book, Mark, mm-hmm. and have them realize, as you read the subtitle, it's their choice to see their windshield bigger than their rearview mirror. It's their choice, and that's a fact. It's not illegal, immoral, etc., 
to have them see their rearview mirror bigger because they want to talk about remember when. Mm-hmm. And I make it pretty clear in the book, and this is my opinion, that I think it's better to go forward. Well, well, is it also the analogy that I'm getting from it that, look, what's past is past, marvelous, great life, great career, great this, great that, but it's behind you now. You've got this wonder, wonderful retirement period ahead of you, and that's your windshield. Look how big that is compared to the mirror. So go for it. Go live. Go enjoy. Go do. And speaking of that, uh, I'm going to talk about you and your wife in a sec, but you're a landscape photographer as well. How long have you been doing that? I mean, what interested you in landscape photography, considering the career you came from? My career as a professional trainer, the results are subjective. If you ask me at the end of the day, what did you accomplish exactly today? I, I said, well, I think. I accomplished getting these points across, but I don't really know. So I needed some hard evidence at the end of my workday to say, what did I do? And I can point to that landscape picture and say, I did that. And so for 28 years, I pursued spending more money than I did my college education on how to be a good landscape photographer. It's terribly uh, fulfilling. And it's uh, one of the things I like about it, Mark. It's a never-ending learning curve. Yeah, and plus you've got plenty of topic. I mean, you'd never run out, would you? You don't. I, I call it I'm trying to capture the majesty and art of God. And um, I think that anybody who's creative can learn by simply trying to capture what are they seeing. Because the main skill is seeing it differently. Yes, we can all buy good cameras, but how you compose what you're seeing is the real skill. Well, Bob, you seem, you know, uh, you seem like uh, quite the adventurous guy. (laughs) In 2013, I think it was, you and your wife sold everything, moved (laughs) to Austria, Austria of all places. Now, what prompted that? I had a photo shoot to uh, take pictures of the best flower garden in the entire country west of Innsbruck, and uh, we knew the people, and uh, we did a photo shoot uh, over a week, took two more weeks to travel around the country. We loved, been there many times, and a strange thing happened the last day we were there. My wife, Linda, said to me kind of quietly, do you think you could ever live here? Yes, yeah. So we go home, and other people said, man, you guys are really jazzed about this trip. Could you ever live there? And we said, yeah. So we we went home. Quietly, I said, after three days, I said, Linda, what are you thinking about? And she said, living in Austria. I said, that's all I can think about. We should decide. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. And I'm a neurotic planner. Mm-hmm. This idea of moving to Austria was not written one word in the 2013 plan. So we talked to our pastor. We talked to our investment guy that has a package of money. We said, we're going to do it. And well, our- Let me ask you, where were you living in America at the time? Carbondale, Colorado, on a golf course in a large room that we shouldn't have had. Well, it sounds so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Why and would one want to leave that? I mean, Austria probably is a lot like Colorado, yes? Yes, it is. The western half of Austria is. Hmm. So Was there friends, any heritage? I mean, any background? Any, no, uh, no, you know, no. ancestry come from that part of the world at all? No, just that we've been there lots of times, Mark. So we knew that the landscape. We love mountains. We love change of seasons. Mm-hmm. But I think the main thing to clean out of this whole thing is 
my Linda's a really good cook, and so we had 14 <laughs> people over for dinner. Uh, two of them are neighbors, exact neighbors, and we said, "Guess what we're doing? We're selling our house is up for sale tomorrow, so you should know that." So, what's the main language? German. German. Yeah. We tried to get it, tried to go there for a year, and so I called the Austrian consulate, and they said, "You don't seem to understand. You must speak fluent German." Oh, yay! Well, you could only stay six months, so we stayed six months. But our friends were genuinely concerned that we were risking way too much doing it, you know, mm-hmm. too impetuous, Bob. So I live by one of the credos of do not lead a what a coulda, shoulda life. I really believe that. Right. I really, so we did it for two and a half years. We stayed there six months. So we went to um, Geneva outside of, actually in France, but outside of Geneva by 20 minutes. And then we moved to Provence for a year there and a year in Provence, came home. A tremendous adventure life. And- oh, yeah. I mean, I love travel myself. The greatest education. And my son uh, grew up, um, uh, my wife and I, we, we traveled extensively uh, with our work situation and third world countries as well. But um, I oh, think really? travel is the some of the best, you know, education you're ever going to get. Let's talk about this book, Retirement, Your New Adventure. Not everybody can just take off for Austria, you know. Um, why did, why did, you know, we've got a lot to get through and plus the other book I want to talk about, but why did you write this thing in the first place? And and what do you hope people are going to, you know, take away from it? I hope that they genuinely consider the ideas in the book to expand the horizons, to realize this new season of life can be an adventure that's unbelievable. And in many cases, maybe even more significant than their professional career has offered them. I can see that. I'm going through that stage now. That's why I can see it. I've pushed hard. I've worked hard since very young. I won't mention my age, but I'm past retirement age. (laughs) But as far as I'm concerned, I'm just starting again. I'm just kicking off. You know? I call it, um, you can either decide to come in for a safe, soft landing and talk about the past. Or you can sort of think of yourself as taking off. That's right. Not landing. And you just mentioned that. I'm scared for people who retire after working at such a pace, sometimes miserable. I think it's 80% miserable in their career jobs for most of their lives. Hanging, hanging out for retirement, getting the retirement and dead within three years or five years or sit around and do nothing or think what they thought they were going to do isn't what they'd planned for. So maybe this book can open up or spread the mind a little more to maybe look at things differently. That's the paradigm changing idea. I want you to see, essentially the book is a bunch of idea starters. And by far the majority of the book is about how to go forward. And the idea starters may have you think, well, I, well that's really wild. And uh, there's a kind of funny thing on my website, bobboylan.com. There's a video, two of them. They should click one that says, when people say, you've got to be kidding. (laughs) When when you, the idea is when you give your friends your idea of what you see yourself doing, and it's really a big idea, they will say to you, trust me, you've got to be kidding. (laughs) Are you okay? (laughs) So, Bob, who who do you recommend this book for? If you were targeting directly... I mean, it's all very well saying, well, there's a lot of retirees out there, but is there a specific... uh... 
yes. You know, attack, two. do you I, think? I have two groups. One is the people who are planning to retire at whatever age they may be, we'll call it 65, and they're on sort of a normal path to do that. And they already have the money saved up. They've figured this out. Because my book doesn't touch one word about the important part of funding it. So this can help them begin to define and decide dreams they may have. And there is another group that I believe is defined by COVID-19. I just talked to a senior VP of a major client about three or four weeks ago. I said, how's it going? How about FaceTime? We can energize each other. Mm-hmm. He said, okay. He's a sales guy. Okay. I said, you don't sound too excited. I've already got my 2022 budget done. How come you're not jazzed? He said, I'm not having any fun. I'm a deal maker. I like being with people. So my point of telling you that vignette is those listeners that are getting their job done, obviously in a different way because of COVID-19, mm-hmm. and they're succeeding in it, but they've lost the zip in their life. They've lost the pleasure of that job. They may be prospects to look at this book and see if some of the idea starters might create a new dream. Okay. That's so, the idea. Yeah, because, I mean, you do emphasize that people should look forward, you know, not be stuck in remember when. Um, True. So True. how are you personally able to continue to think and live outside the box? Well, I believe that maybe you have some of this in your information that if you ask me, what do you do, Bob? I say I'm a seed planter of ideas to creatively enhance and inspire others. That's what I do. Those are my God-given gifts. And I want to continue doing that, but I need to continue to dream up new ideas to connect with people to do that because I can't do it in a closet. No. And therefore, I'm hoping that people might discover a surprise at the end of this book, last page, that there's a phone number they can call and for free have a Zoom conversation with me for 20 minutes if they have some questions about the book. And why did I do that? Because I want to connect. The Uh, major goal I have for this year is to have fun connecting. Yeah, all right, I'll remember that. (laughs) You just made me do it because you do include a unique offer at the end of your book. Uh, you yep. do offer a phone number for people to call to yep. chat to chat with you. I mean, of all the authors that I've done, this is the first time. So it's a pretty this is what we're deal. talking about. Yeah, yeah. You might, your wife might go nuts. You might start getting calls at all hours of the day. You don't want that. Well, <laughs> I have Job already there. hired a lady scheduling <laughs> program. She's responsible to schedule a Zoom calls. All right. I'm only responsible for talking on Zoom, so I'm not bothered with the administrative task. And my pastor said. What if you get 800 calls, 800 calls? I said, I, that's a good question. Well, those 800 books that you know were sold at least. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, uh, here we go. So listen, folks, um, here on the Mark Bishop Show, the reading corner is where I get the privilege of being able to interview uh, authors, uh, mostly unknown, but great books, unknown and great books. And that's why I enjoy doing this because, sure. you know, it's hard to break through the ice. Uh, and so sure. I like to help people. That's part of my thing. Now, you're not happy with one. There's two books we're going to be talking about. Four Ideas with Actionable Wisdom is the name of the second. Four Ideas with Actionable Wisdom. Uh, Calm Water Thinking. New book offers four simple solutions to improve your life, your career, 
and your focus. So let's talk about your other new book, Bob. You say that our thoughts define who we are. But for many of us, thoughts of work and the things we need to get done, they tend to consume our waking hours. How can we achieve a more balanced life if we're so overwhelmed? Well, my first idea attacks that issue. And it comes from my experience with corporate America and training. If you ask the person a question, how are you doing? How are you doing? You get a one-word answer, busy. And if they talk anymore, they might say, in fact, I feel like I'm living in constant whitewater. And so if you want to succeed in America, you will feel like you're in whitewater because that's the way America works. But if you want to understand the principle that all great thoughts leaders through the centuries have said, we become what we think about. That's good. Everybody thinks that's a great statement and true. And so I'm trying to get you to what I say call calm water once a day so that you not only think about your professional life, which you are consumed with, but you think about your whole life. And when you start thinking about your whole life, things get balanced. And if you have a habit of doing that, you will be able to tolerate with more productivity, actually, your busy, white water professional life because mm. you are thinking about your whole life. So it's a habit. It happens to be idea number one. Mark, can I add one little story about that? Yeah. Yeah, as long as it's not uh, too long. <laughs> no, it's not. We, no, got it's a lot, not. we got a bit to cover, that's all. Um, very important. Well, no, I, let, let's forget about that then. So, I'll tell you a, a folks, problem which, I have is I'm not in the present enough. I'm too focused on the future, and I urge the listeners to look at the present. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, do as I do, as I do, not do as I say, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, folks, this is where Bob Boylan and his new book, which is called Four Ideas with Actionable Wisdom, uh, comes in. It offers concrete, actionable suggestions from which readers of all ages can benefit. So what do you think it is then, in a nutshell, that people don't realize, Bob? The second idea has to do with gratitude. I think, Mark, everybody understands the power of gratitude. I don't care what your faith background is. Everybody gets that idea. But they don't develop a habit to utilize the power of gratitude. My book talks about how to do that. And I'm pretty sure that within 60 days, you will see more ideas Mm-hmm. showing up in your life. That's I'm a great believer of that. I, I personally believe in that. I mean, every morning I wake up, I, I'm gratitude for just, number one, for waking up, num- to face another day on the planet, sure. number, number two, for what I do have. Yes, I want a lot more, but I'm grateful for what I do have. You are a retired presentation skills trainer, professional landscape photographer, a seasoned traveler, and the founder of Successful Presentations. You've been self-employed, what, since the age of 31? And, uh, you know, I, I gather this has given you the flexibility to travel, explore, and live your life outside of the box. There's probably people listening to this who'd be quite jealous, in fact. They can't. It's very difficult, isn't it? You can't just say, you know what? I'm going to be like him. I'm going to do what he's done. To hell with everything. I'm quitting my job. I've got a bit of money in the bank. I'm off. There are so many pressures around us every day just to stay in that box, isn't there? Yes. 
Well, you're a lifelong, uh, a lifelong encourager. Uh, you wrote four ideas with actionable wisdom to help people see their lives through different eyes and to realise that there's so much more they could be doing to live more effective, calm water lives. That's really the, the brunt of it, isn't it? Get into that, get out of that swell of the Colorado River and those rocks coming up and that rough water and come over here into my pond and just relax a little in some nice calm water and think about everything. Yes. We need calm water so the ideas of our whole life, not just our professional life, when we drop them in calm water, they create concentric circles. And those concentric circles develop more ideas for your balancing your life out. You cannot create concentric circles if you drop water, a, a, a stone in white water. It doesn't happen. No, no, you're right. If I can get you out of that white water feeling and obligation to only think about that, all sorts of things will come to your mind. Just happens. Well, listeners, Grady Harp, who is Amazon, uh, one of Amazon, in fact, he's top 50 in the top 50 Hall of Fame reviewers. Uh, he gave uh, five stars to Bob's book, and his quote is practical and inspirational. This is a much-needed guide, especially now. It's highly recommended. It's written in short, digestible chapters, so keep it in mind. Four ideas with actionable wisdom. It offers insight that readers can act on now. Mm -hmm. Pretty good write-up. And Rachel Song, here's another one. I just wanted to mention these because they're very good. You've earned them. Uh, Rachel Song is editor and writer and a writer, and, and she gave it five stars, quoting, no matter how young or old you are, you can always take steps to change your life for the better. And Bob has some excellent wisdom-filled advice to offer. It's highly recommended. Wow. Well, I'm going to yeah. read the thing myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, where do I, I buy really it? it. I where really do I get it? it. <laughs> well, one, the only thing I'd say in what to do next, if you're interested in these subjects at all about yourself, of course I am. is to go, go on my website, Bob Boylan, B-O-Y-L-A-N, BobBoylan.com. Mm -hmm. And you'll see information about both books and you've read some reviews Thank you very much for that. There are more reviews on there. And, of course, you can easily click to buy the book. And if you have some questions about anything in either book, the last page has a phone number to call, and you'll get magically connected with the system, and all of a sudden we'll be scheduled to spend time together. It's just free. That's cool. My joy, my joy, Mark. That's very good. Well, you're a man of your word. There's a lot of talkers I've learned to you know, having lived here for so many years now, there's, uh, I tend to meet a lot of people and I end up calling them mirrors, you know, Bob? You know what that means? No. It means they're going to look into things for me. You know, they'll look into it. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I'm writing that one down. <laughs> you, you can have it too. I, give, I tend to work for nothing anyway, so there you go. <laughs> the good Lord will look after me. It comes back. It's called karma, one way or another. Well, Listen, it does come back. But I we have so. to put out something to have something come back. Of course you do. Of course you do. Listen, I wish you all the luck in the world and the best wishes. This is uh, this comes from your heart. The both of them. The both of them. Folks, retirement, Thanks. your new adventure. And, you know, it's your choice to decide. Nobody else's. If your windshield will be bigger than your rearview mirror, 
then you can't point the finger at everybody, you know. That's right. You've got to point it back at yourself. It's up to you to make that change, and you're entitled to. You don't do it with the, with the cheese and kisses, the misses. Take her on a trip. Do what you want to do, but say, darling, this is, this is what I really want to do now. Can we do it? No, I want a divorce. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one is Four Ideas with Actionable Wisdom. Two great books, all righty. And uh, the best thing to do, to be honest with you, I would just go to Bob's site, www.bobboylan.com, right, .com, yes, bobboylan.com. Read it all, have a look, have a crack at it, maybe get the book, right? And then uh, if you've got some plans you need some help with, give him a call. He's offered you to do that. That's so, perfect. In the reading corner, my special guest, Bob Boylan. Thank you, Bob. I appreciate the time you've given and good luck with the books. Thank you very much, Mark. You're most welcome.